says, comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak kindly to Jerusalem and call out to her and that her warfare has ended, that her iniquity has been removed and she has received the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice is calling, clear the way for the Lord in the wilderness. Make smooth and desert a highway for our God. Let every valley be lifted up and every mountain and hill be made low. And let the rough ground be made plain and the rugged terrain broad valley and then the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all flesh will see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken a voice says call out and then he answered what shall I call out all flesh and grass and all its loveliness is the flower of the field the grass withers the flower fades but when the breath of the Lord blows upon it Surely the people are grass, and the grass withers, and the flower fades. But every word of the Lord stands forever. Get yourself up on a high mountain, O Zion, hearer of good news. Lift up your voice mightily, O Jerusalem, bearer of good news. Lift up and do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. Behold, the Lord your God will come with might, with his arm ruling for him. Behold, his reward is with him. And in recompense before him, like a shepherd, he will tend his flock in his arms. And he will gather the lambs and carry them to his bosom. And he will gently lead the nursing ewes. And then I went to bed and I read a scripture. When I read that scripture, after I read that scripture and meditated on it, I had a dream. And the dream was, I need my phone. And in the dream, this is the scripture I saw. I'm going to read it, then I'm going to tell you the dream. Exodus 15, 20 and 21 in the New Living Translation. Then Miriam the prophet, Aaron's sister, took a tambourine and led all the women as they played their tambourine and danced. And Miriam sang this song, sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. He has hurled both car, horses, and rider into the sea. And then I heard the voice of the Lord, and this is what he said. Ignite my people, ignite hope. Ignite passion, ignite dream, ignite visions, ignite joy. And he said, I brought you here this weekend to reignite you. Praise to God. Worthy is he. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. Worthy is the Lord. 
This beautiful lady that's coming is our precious Lueda Ratchke, who we just adore this woman. Our sister in the Lord, mighty woman of God, preacher, teacher, worship leader, so many things. And as you can tell, she's going through something right now. But she's victorious in the name of Jesus, right? And, and she has a word for us. Yes. As I was, first of all, thank you all for praying for me. Thank you. I am not alone. On so many levels, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for standing with me. But when I was driving up here this morning, I got this picture of a feast. And it was mostly bread. There were some other things, but it was mostly bread, and it was hot. And it was fresh. And there was this aroma just filling up the room. And the aroma just began to saturate everybody. You know how when you're hungry? And you can, and mama's in there baking some bread. And you're like, mama, when are you going to get that on the table? I am hungry. And I saw just this bread. And it was the bread of life. It's being broken open for you this weekend. There's invisible bread on each table. And the Lord says, come feast. Rise up and feast on me and let my fragrance rub off on you and come out of you and that fragrance will set the captives free when you leave hallelujah hallelujah so as you worship and there aren't they awesome praise God they're awesome as you worship there's a fragrance coming out of you as you receive the word as it's broken open every time there's going to be new life because it's the bread of life and you can get through anything if you're eating from the bread of life. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Miss. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. I love you. Woo, glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Thank you, sweet Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Besides all that, hallelujah. Yeah, we raise a hallelujah. In the midst of our enemies. I said in the midst of our enemies. Not after we've safely gotten on through. Not after we've 
done the deal. But in the midst, in the midst of our enemies. And the word of God says, we shall possess the gates of our enemies. We shall possess the gates of our enemies. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Can you tell I'm trying to land? Huh? I'm trying to land. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We have been looking so forward to being with you all, to gathering with you, to look on your face, to hug you, to hug you, to touch you. You know, the enemy has had us separated, hasn't he? You know why? Because his plan is divide and conquer. Oh, is he stupid. Oh, dear God. I am looking upon a people. God is looking upon a people. God is looking upon a people. He's looking upon the ecclesia. A people of God that is arising. A people of God that's awakening. Don't you hear this like rustle? Don't you hear this sound like a roar? Don't you hear that? Did you know I didn't even know there was a scripture in the Bible about God roaring? You know, it says that God will roar for us. The Lion of Judah will roar for us. And the word of God says, and his people will come. His people will come in obedience and worship. When the lion of Judah roars, I think it's Hosea 11.10. If it's not, it's in the Bible. (laughs) He will roar for us. And then I love the scripture that says he's about to roll up his sleeve. You know, as I recall, I I have seen my daddy roll up his sleeve many a time. And the man was about to be active. (laughs) And that's the picture I have of our God. 
he is about to roll up his sleeve. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I know many of us have probably cried out, God, where are you? God, what are you doing? God, when are you going to do it? And all the time, God has been doing it. Because didn't we just sing about no matter what we see, no matter what we hear, our God never sleeps. He never wearies. He's not nervous. He is not wondering what he's going to do. He has a plan. He is the plan. He is the plan. Glory to God. And he's looking at a people. He's raising up a people. That's why we are so encouraged to rise up. Rise up. Be awake. Get awake. Get your shoes on. Get your shoes on. Hallelujah, because the fire of God is kindling within us in a way like we have never experienced before. And I'm going to tell you something. We look different because we are different. And we are even going to be more different. We don't reco kokiata bathasaya. We are going to come through more victorious than we have ever been. We're not defeated. We are the victorious ones, and we will never be defeated as long as we follow after God. As we follow after his footsteps, we're not going to be defeated. But he is raising up a people that know their God. And the people that know their God, what does it say? Shall do great exploits for the glory of God. Not for us, not to make a name, not to get a following, not to think we're something but to magnify, glorify, lift up that name, that name that's above every name. Hallelujah, the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus, everything that has a name has to bow to the name of Jesus. And you know what? I heard something very interesting the other day. And this... this um, I can't remember who it was, but anyway, he said, when you name something, you begin to have authority over it. You know, and he took it back to Genesis when God brought all the animals to Adam. And he said, you name them. You name them, and you will have authority. Everything that has a name must bow to the name of Jesus. God is raising up a people that knows how to name the enemy. Name. We're not talking to him. We are naming, recognizing what the enemy is doing and has done. And we begin to rise up and take authority in the name 
of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, he's given us the authority. I give you the keys to the kingdom. I give you the keys to the kingdom. You shall shut doors. You shall open doors. I have felt, I have felt in preparing to come today that God wants us to know that we are different. We are different people today. We will even be different by the time we leave here. And we're going to go forward. We're going to propel the kingdom of God forward because we are a people. I love, I'm going to read Psalm 63. And it's out of the Passion Translation. And it's a psalm for the pure and shining one. King David's song when he was exiled in the Judean wilderness. Don't you feel like you've been somewhat in a wilderness? Huh? Yeah, I do. I do. And I, that, that scripture that says, who is this coming up out of the wilderness? Say out. out. Of the wilderness. Leaning on the arm of their beloved. Hallelujah. We are coming out. We are coming out. It's a progression. We are coming up and out and into. God never takes you out of something. He's not putting you into something. He took them out to bring them in. He's taking us out to bring us in. To turn loose the people of God in this world that's going to rise and shine and glorify God Almighty. And give God the glory. Give God the glory. Oh God of my life, I'm lovesick for you. In this weary wilderness, haven't you cried that out in the last year or so? God, I'm so lovesick for you. I'm so hungry for you, God. David knew. He knew. Don't y'all love how you can make the letters bigger with your phone? Huh? I catch, I catch myself doing that to my Bible. Come on. Come on. Get up. Get up. <laughs> Praise God for technology. I don't know how to use it all, but hey, it's good when it works. I thirst with the deepest longing to love you more. With cravings in my heart that can't even be described. Don't, haven't you been there? Are you there? That's where I've been. Longing for God with cravings I can't even describe, can't even put into words. Such yearning grips my soul for you, God, for you. Our focus has to be him. 
I love it. We were all anointed this morning with the, uh, the oil, and it was focus. Focus. You know, when God's talking to you, he has a way of getting through. Focus. Focus. My little granddaughter told me one time, she was about five years old, and I took her to get a coat because she came to visit, and it was freezing when she got there. And we went to look for her a coat. Well, Mimi started looking around. She looked up at me, and she said, Mimi, stay focused. I said, okay, Avery, Mimi was just looking. <laughs> Mimi, stay focused. And that's what God is saying to us. Hey, stay focused. Stay focused. Focus on me. Look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. He who has begun a good thing is going to finish it. He never started anything he's not going to complete. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Such yearning grips my soul for you, my God. I'm energized every time I enter your heavenly sanctuary to seek more of your power and drink in more of your glory. Your glory, God. I want to drink at the fountain of the glory of God. I want to be filled with the glory of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Daily I will worship you passionately and with all my heart. My arms will wave to you like banners of praise. I overflow with praise when I come before you for the anointing of your presence satisfies me like nothing else. Whoa! Isn't that true? Isn't that true? When God's presence shows up, just like during praise and worship, when God's presence shows up, you don't need anything else. We don't have to perform. We don't have to look good. We don't have to do anything but just be in his presence and worship a holy God. <laughs> Magnify and glorify a holy God, a holy living God who is alive. Oh, yes, he's alive. And because he lives, we shall live also. Glory be to God. He's alive. He's alive forevermore. And he lives in us. He lives and moves. And we live and move and have our being in Jesus. Glory be to God. We don't live this life by ourselves. We live this life by the Son of God who loved us, died for us and rose and coming again. And one day we are going to see him coming. He's going to come on that white horse. We're going to see him. He's going to come through those clouds. He's going to be on that white horse. Oh, maybe I'll get to feed it. And I just love white horses. Can I feed your horse, Lord? Can I walk your horse to the barn? Woo, 
Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. One day, one glorious day, we are going to see him come. Glory be to God. But in the meantime, in between time, glory be to God, we're going to work while it's day. And we're going to keep looking. We're going to keep looking because one day he will come. And you know what? The great thing is that'll be in the physical. But the great thing is he has come. He is here. And he wants to be here. And he wants to be with us. And he wants to be in us. And he wants to be the display. He wants to be the display. He wants his church to display him. He wants the glory and the honor and the power and the praise, hallelujah to God, and he wants it to be a display through the ecclesia, through us, through us. Y'all, can you imagine? Through us, through us, through us. So my arms will wave to you like banners of praise. I overflow with praise when I come before you. For the anointing of your presence satisfies me like nothing else. You are such a rich banquet of pleasure to my soul. I lie awake each night thinking of you and reflecting on how you help me like a father. I sing through the night under your splendor, under your shadow, offering up to you my songs of delight and joy. Joy unspeakable and full of glory and the half has not yet been told. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And he wants us to be strong and courageous and bold, boldness. He said, come boldly before the throne of God that you might obtain mercy and find help in your time of need. Come on boldly. Come on boldly. Why? Because when he looks at us, he sees his righteous breastbone. He sees the righteousness of himself. So he says, come on in. Come on in. Come boldly. God's raising up a people that know their God. That knows their God. Because I feel your grip on my life. I keep my soul close to your heart. Y'all, y'all ought to, when you just get time, just get somewhere, read this chapter by yourself and just love on God. Let him love on you because this is such a rich, rich chapter. I keep my soul close to your heart. Those who plot to destroy me shall descend into the darkness of hell. See, we think the enemy has somehow overpowered us and overcome us, and in ways it does look like that, but it's not the truth. It is not the truth. It may be a fact, 
in some ways in our world today, but it's not the truth. It's not the truth. The truth of God that we know is the word of God which will never pass away. The word of God will never return void. It will accomplish and it will prosper wherein it is sent. And therefore we must send the word of God. Send the word. Send the word. Live the word. Speak the word. Believe the word. And you know, if we've gotten away from the Word, if we've gotten away from filling ourselves with the Word of God, drinking of the Word of God, I beg you, get back. Get back. Get back. Make time. Get back for the Word. Because the Word of God will never fail us because He is the Word of God. In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. And the Word of God will never leave us, never forsake us. He will be with us in that midnight hour. He'll be with us when nobody's there. He will be there when you can't get somebody on the phone. He'll be there when you... <laughs> How many of us have done that so yeah but God will never leave us he will never forsake us and he wants us as his people to know that call upon me and I will answer you call upon me and I will hear you call upon me and I will answer you he's there in the midnight hour those who plot to destroy me shall descend into the darkness of hell. They will be consumed by their own evil and become nothing more than dust under our feet. These liars will be silenced. Don't you love this? They don't mince words in the Passion Translation. You know, <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. They will be consumed by their own evil and become nothing more than dust under our feet. These liars will be silenced forever. But don't you love that little conjunction? I love that little conjunction. Every time you see but in the Word of God, that's God's U-turn. That's God's U-turn. It's going one way, but. It's going this way, but. It's God's U-turn. But God. These liars will be silenced forever. But with the anointing of a king, I will dance and rejoice along with all his devoted lovers who trust in him. Amen. Amen. We will dance. We will sing because we trust in the Lord with all our heart and we don't lean unto our own understanding. But in all our ways we acknowledge God and he will direct our paths. He will keep us on the path. He will turn the light on because he is the light. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And Jesus Christ is the light of all men. He is our light. He is our hope. He is our everlasting hope. I love it in Zechariah or Zephaniah, one of the Z-boys. It says, <laughs> I really truly can't ever remember y'all. Which, which one of those Z-boys it is. Return to your hope. 
For I have delivered you from the waterless pit. So return. I beg us to return to our hope. Because without hope, we die. Without hope, hope thou in God. And God will put a dance in our feet. He will put hope in our life. He will put a spring in our step. And the words of God's joyful praise will come up out of our belly like rivers of living water. Because God is building the church that will display heaven. Think, think about that a minute. May I have my Bible? God is building a people that truly know their God and that is going to display heaven. And the display is going to be proven, Ephesians 3, 20, 10, He's going to have a church that has arisen, that is shining, that is glorifying him, that is showing the way to the lost world, that's speaking a word in due season to him who is weary. That when somebody comes to us and says, why do you have hope when hell is breaking loose out there? Because my hope is in Christ alone. All other things are sinking sand, but on Jesus Christ, the solid rock I stand. And that's why I have hope. That's why I sing. That's why I shout. That's why I praise. That's why I can stand and pray for you for healing because he's our healer. Jehovah Jireh is our provider. And that's why up out of our bellies is going to become a faith building voice that's going to come into the world and walk into our homes starting in our own Jerusalem in, in Judea, Samaria and the uttermost parts of the world and God is building his body that has arisen because the glory of the Lord is risen upon us and so when he says arise and shine he means it It's not a suggestion. <laughs> it's not just a good idea. This is not just a feel-good scripture. He's saying, get up. Wake up. Stay up. Now, that doesn't mean that sometimes you and I, there aren't down times. There aren't down moments. I mean, I'd be standing here lying to you. If I said I never got down, somebody did ask me one time, are you ever down? <laughs> and I looked at him and I thought, oh my gosh, if you only knew. 
If you only knew. There's been many times I've had to do like David. I've had to preach myself happy. I've had to believe my own sermon. I've had to eat my own words. And sometimes it's been through tears. Sometimes, many times, it's been through tears. But the Word of God will not fail. And I don't care if you have to just read it and blow your nose, read it and blow your nose, and read it and blow your nose, and wipe your eyes. It is truth. It is life. It will not fail you. Because the word of God is Jesus. And he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And you know what? I was reading in Isaiah 59. You know, it's one of those scriptures you think, well, when did they slip that in there? How'd that get there? How in the world did that get there? Just snuck right on me. And I was reading in Isaiah 59. And in verse 16, it says, And he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. But then he didn't go into a nervous breakdown. <laughs> he didn't wonder what, oh, what am I going to do? Father, there wasn't any intercessor, so he didn't do that. The Word of God says, therefore, his own arm brought salvation to him. And his own righteousness. See, Jesus is more than enough. He's more than enough. And his own righteousness, it sustained him. Did you know our righteousness that's in Christ Jesus will sustain us? It will sustain us. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate. And he gave it to us. Now y'all right here in my notes, I say y'all will shout with that. <laughs> yes, like Elizabeth said, throughout eternity. Throughout eternity. I mean, think of that, y'all. Here we are today. And we have eternity to shout his praises, to shout his, his praise and his grace and give glory to him. And he put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation on his head. He put on the garments of vengeance for clothing and was clad with zeal as a cloak. Can't y'all just see Jesus? Jesus suited up. He suited up. Yes. 
He said, okay, there wasn't any intercessor, okay. Well, I'll just get dressed. <laughs> I am who I am. I'll dress myself. And with my own arm. And he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing and clad with zeal as a cloak. According to their deeds, accordingly, he will repay fury to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies. Hallelujah. He will fully repay. The name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. The Redeemer will come to Zion. Hallelujah. Ask of me, says the Lord, this is my covenant, verse 21, with them. My spirit who is upon you and my words which I have put in your mouth. Say my mouth. Okay. God has put his words in your mouth, in my mouth. And the word of God will never return void. It's out accomplishing and prospering wherein it is sent. That's why it's so very important for us as the body of Christ to get this about making decrees and making declarations and making proclamations, standing up when we don't feel like it. And if you have to sit down to say it, go ahead. You'll get up after a while. But God says he's put his words in our mouth for us to decree. And then he's saying, arise, warriors, arise. Arise, for he's put his words in our mouth and in the mouth of our descendants. Glory to God. It's not going to depart from the mouth of our descendants and their descendants, says the Lord, from this time and forevermore. Hallelujah to God. Do you have, do you have some prodigals? Do you have someone that's not quite, you know, doing what you think they ought to do? God is going to put his word in our mouth and in the mouth of our descendants and in the mouth of their descendants and hallelujah to God, the promise of all of our children coming home. Hallelujah. How many of you have got prodigals? Okay. A prodigal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just stand up a minute. And I'm standing with you. Glory be to God. Father God, you're looking at your ecclesia. God, we, we believe the word of God. We believe what you've said. We believe what you say you will do. And Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we are calling every one of our prodigals home. You come home. 
come home. Come home today. Come home. Come home. Begin to get up and come home. In the name of Jesus, just get up, come out of the pig pen, and come home. Come home. Come on home. We're waiting for you. We're looking for you. We're looking down the road for you. We've killed a fatted calf. We've got a coat for you. We've got a ring to put on your hand. Hallelujah to God. You come home and you come home today. Get up. Get up. In the name of Jesus, on the authority of the word, the name, and the blood, we loose you from the bonds of sin that has separated you and held you. And we loose you in the name of Jesus. We loose you because free people, free people. In the name of Jesus. And we free you in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Now, we're going to have testimony from all of us of the prodigals that are coming home. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. One time I prayed over the prodigals in one of our meetings. Um, can't remember where we were, but I think in Dallas. But anyway, there was a mama in the audience And she thought she had her phone turned off. And the phone rang. And it was her son that she had not seen. Belle, where are you? That was somebody from down in your area. She hadn't seen him in three years. And the phone rang. And the first thing he said was, Mama, are you praying for me? Mama, are you praying for me? You better believe it, son. You better believe it. Glory to God. Because let me tell you something. Y'all, we, don't y'all love y'all? Aren't we in Texas? Yeah. Uh, Sometimes you don't know where you are, where you've been, or what you did. But you hope it was okay. I want to tell you in closing. Am I going to? I'm going to tell you this. Okay. Anyway. The glory. The glory of the Lord. You know, sometimes we have spoken things that we really didn't know what we were saying when we said them. Like, Lord, show me your glory. Right? Lord, show me your glory. And and I'm going to just say for myself, sometimes I don't really realize what I was totally saying. I mean, I didn't have the real great revelation. But, you know, sometimes we say things just... Because we say them. 
No, we've moved into a place to where God wants us to pay attention to what we're saying, what we're asking, because he really wants to do it. He really wants to do it. And so when it says, Arise, shine, for the light has come, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you, and behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. And y'all, we may see a greater darkness than we've ever seen, but I want you to know the good news is we are going to be brighter than we've ever been. We, we are going to be brighter because we're going to display heaven. We are, we are a church that's made up its mind. We are a people that's made up its mind to reflect the glory of God. And the glory of God, the weightiness. You know, have you ever thought about, look up the definition of glory. The weightiness the heaviness, the substantial or heavy glory, honor, splendor, power, wealth, authority, magnificence. The root of Shabbat is Shabbat, Shabbat is Shabbat, to be heavy, glorious, notable, and to be renowned. In the Old Testament, heaviness represented honor and substance, while lightness was equated with vanity and instability, or temporary, or emptiness. But God's glory, not only is his honor, renown, and majesty, but also his visible splendor. You know, when the glory filled the temple and God wants his glory to fill this temple, your temple, my temple, he wants us to reflect all the things, the definition I just read of his majesty, of his splendor, visible splendor. Because God wants us as his church to be that display to the world. He wants us when we walk into the room to change the atmosphere. When we, when we have chaos breaking out all around us, he wants us to be the peace in the midst of the storm. He wants us to know that his glory has risen upon us us. Now y'all, that's sometimes a little bit hard to think about and think of, okay, yeah, you are filled with the majesty of God, the splendor of God, the weightiness of God. And when you and I walk into a room to change the atmosphere, change it, and God wants to use his church in ways of displaying what? Luke 4.18. When Jesus said, the, the, the uh, spirit of the Lord is upon 
me, for he has anointed me to bring good news, to preach good news. And y'all, this is exactly what I want to leave you with this morning. Have I made sense? Okay. Okay. All right. I want to leave us with this because this is the concept I want us to begin to live with and grow with and go with and be with is to realize that Christ in us is where we live. He lives in us. We live in him. We live and have our being in Christ Jesus. And what does it say? Somebody read it this morning. As he is, so are we in where? This world. Okay. This is what we want to see begin to happen more than we've ever seen or known and it's going to grow and it's going to build and people are going to say who is this coming up out of the wilderness leaning on the arm of her beloved his beloved who is this oh my gosh these people are not shaking in their boots they're not having nervous breakdowns there's a group of people over here that's having signs wonders and miracles going on in their life who is this people that say something make a decree of the word of almighty God and it comes to pass making decrees making proclamations saying this and it's so Oh, it's the people of God. It is the people of God that know their God and shall do great exploits for the glory of God. So when Jesus, when it was said of Jesus, for the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me, to preach the gospel to the poor. And he sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Hallelujah to God Almighty. Y'all, that's when Jesus was launched into his public ministry. The ecclesia is being launched into our public ministry to heal the brokenhearted, to be part of this third great awakening, to help bring in the harvest, to say to him who is weary, come on, come on, get up. You can do it. All things are possible because Jesus is the way maker. He is the way maker. And what he says he'll do, he will do. So see ourselves being built into that kind of church, that kind of ecclesia, one who knows their God, one who displays their God, and one who gives the glory to God. Yeah.
Amen. That's who we are. That's who you are because that's who he is. Amen. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We bless you. We honor you. And we just give you all the glory, all the praise, all the honor. And Father God, we stand today and we declare that we stand against fear in the name of Jesus. We stand against fear. And we tell fear it has no part of us. You have no part of us. We do not fear what is happening. And we do not fear the fact that, God, you are raising us up and you're sending us forth. And we will go forth in your name, accomplishing for your glory what you want accomplished, speaking what you want us to speak, declaring a thing. Job says, we shall declare decree a thing and it shall be so father we thank you that the word of god is going to be built up in us as your church more than we've ever had it in the name of jesus more than we've ever known it now i want to say this i feel like that we have some here today that has been really really struggling with depression and oppression this is your free day. This is your free day. Oppression and depression is not fun. And it can come and hit any of us. But God says you don't have to be cast down. You don't have to be oppressed. You don't have to be depressed. God says, arise, for your light has come. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we release your word that says, whatsoever we ask in your name, and doubt not in our hearts, but believe the things we've asked for we already have. So, Lord God, I ask you in the name of Jesus to bring such a blanket of peace where fear and oppression, yeah, if you want to stand, you stand. Fear and oppression has been, that's right, and we say we cast you down. As David said, why art thou cast down on my soul? For I shall yet hope in the Lord. So, Father, I pray where fear has come in, hope arises in the name of Jesus. Where depression has tried to minister, we say no. Where fear has tried to minister, we say no. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but love, power, and a sound mind in the name of Jesus. And you're not losing it, and you won't lose it in the name of Jesus. You have a sound mind. And that means you know how to make right decisions in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we love you, we praise you, and we magnify you. In Jesus' name, thank you.